In the name of God who creates us, liberates us, and empowers us. Amen. I feel like before the preacher even gets started, she needs to mop her brow. The commemorating of a nurse and a mystic while continuing to struggle through a pandemic that is claiming the lives of thousands weekly is timely to say the least. In this last week, in this country, 12,903 people died of COVID-19. A number that reflects continual growth week by week of the numbers who have died. The number, like this time in our world, is overwhelming especially so when we call to mind the families and friends that grieve the loss. The number of those impacted is enormous. The nurses bear a great deal of the brunt. Then I read the lesson from Zephaniah and I want to be there. I want to be on the other side and proclaim with joy, sing aloud, O daughter of Zion, shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you he has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. Then, I read Dr. Stephen Cook's blog on this passage <laughs> because this appears in the lectionary during Advent. And I am told that this wondrous hymn of redemption and joy did not fit its context either. The prophet is speaking as King Josiah's reforms for Judah are just getting underway. The people have not returned to their beloved. Instead, the prophet is speaking, proclaiming a word of hope. 
Although we are right in the midst of the devastation of the enemy, we too can declare, because we know nonetheless, as Bart would say, the defiant biblical joy of God in our midst. This is our call. Into this traumatized context, where every area of life has been stretched and shaken, where especially for the most vulnerable issues of finances, children's schooling, housing, food access, are stressing them to the breaking point, we declare defiantly, the Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. The gift of a tradition that commemorates holy women and holy men of ages past is that we are reminded with some regularity that we are not the first to face such challenges. Our story in this journey of faith is part of a greater narrative. We have heard stories where all seemed lost and yet God was found faithful to guide, even to carry all of them that came before us through and onto the way forward. Where death seemed to prevail, and yet it did not have the last word. Today, we remember Catherine of Genoa, who was denied entry into the convent and was miserable for years in a bad marriage. Can I get an amen? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> she suffered from, from severe depression. Then her life was changed when, as described in Lesser Feasts and Fasts, in the middle of making a confession to a priest, she was suddenly taken over by a mystical experience that struck her with the overpowering sense of the overwhelming love of God. She walked away in the midst of that joy. She left the priest, didn't finish the confession. And then she dedicated her life to prayer and contemplation while caring for the sick in the local hospital. Eventually, the husband too was transformed and he joined her in the work that would be the center of their lives and where Catherine served to the day of her death. Her mystical theology, which was published many years after her death, expressed the experience of a powerful love for God 
made possible because of the real experience of God's love for her. The mystical union with her beloved filled her life and fueled her ministry. This same powerful, embodied, intimate relationship with God runs through the reading from Zephaniah. That relationship, that love, that connection, it is everything. In the gospel, we hear Jesus speak on this connection. But now it is not just a connection between me and God, us and God, but also about our common life, the connection we have with one another, even as we are connected in Christ. As he prepares his disciples for his departure, he encourages them with this metaphor, I am the vine, you are the branches. If they continue to abide in him, they will bear much fruit. They will thrive as they abide in his love. The fruit they bear, living into the commandments, will glorify the Father. Their lives in community will bear witness of God's love. And to not abide in him is truly to wither and die. In the face of the many challenges and obstacles that we face, we are called to cling to God together. Our life in community is a source of strength. It enables us to witness to the God who brings life, peace, healing, and even joy in the midst of the pain, injustice, and turmoil. Not only on the other side, but in the midst. Our common life in Christ gives us the resilience to live into the gospel. All that talk about love confirmed, not an emotion, not a feeling, a decision, a commitment, an action. And we live into this gospel, caring for the sick, accompanying the dying and the grieving, comforting the traumatized, and advocating for the vulnerable. Our common life itself is a testimony against the systems of injustice that unnecessarily wreak havoc among the people instead of serving them. As we live our call as the body of Christ, we live it in the confidence that we can ask for anything and it will be done for us. So as we continue to live into this pandemic, which will and is endemic, we remember that we are not alone. We are a community gathered that abides, 
that is hidden in Christ. We are assured that for us, as for Catherine of Genoa, that love transforms our life and empowers us to serve God by participating in the transformation and renewal of all creation, which is the will of God. So today we gather, we gather around this table. We see now in the midst of it all, the glory and the love of God revealed. And for this moment, as we prepare to continue in God's love and mission for this hurting world, we can declare with Catherine, any time spent before the Eucharistic presence, be it long or short, is the best spent time of our lives. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. Amen.